Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of our Enterprise Agility podcast. Uh, I'm rejoined today by Jim Tish from ServiceNow Product Marketing and also by Doug Page, Senior Principal Product, Mar- Product Manager, easy for me to say, for uh, ServiceNow's ITBM suite of products. Um, it's about time, I think, we talked about pain. We talked about some pain points that uh, we talked a lot about enterprise agility and why it's important. But if it was that easy to do, everyone would have done or done it already, and that just simply hasn't happened. So, Jim, let me bring you in and sort of say, what do you think some of the pain points are? You and I were talking just now about the idea of governance and how that could be a problem. Do you want to tell us more about that? Yeah, so, it, you know, I guess in a time of uncertainty, everybody wants to be certain. And I think, Andy, that as uh, you look at the pain that's happening, we have a lot of roadblocks and a lot of governance that's in play um, that make it very difficult to uh, be um, agile in a way. And so we have stage gate processes and a lot of rules that are set up that can be incredibly complex. And it makes it very difficult for an organization to pivot, to change, and, and, and just move, especially in a time of uncertainty. And so what I see that's going on is we have these really static annual processes, and, and um, it just makes it very difficult for an organization to adapt and change. And they really need to move away from these annual cycles and just tr- try to be more adaptive in uh, their approaches. Um, and get more lean in how they do things. I just think there's a problem there where you have these static annual processes that try to gauge certainty when we live in a time of uncertainty. Right. With the best of intentions, it's almost like that governance model is sort of restricting what will actually be the solution. You know, the agility is the way to deal with this period of uncertainty, but instead we're focusing more and more on trying to add certainty and precision to this set of unknowns. And the the faster things move, the more people feel as though they need to have control over it. Yeah, I can see that. Doug, let me bring you in. Is this something that you see with your customers? Is this something that that they're experiencing as a challenge all the time? Uh, Absolutely, for sure. If you look at uh, a lot of organizations, this this word governance is really there because historically, um, every time something went wrong, um, an organization would kind of meet and say, well, why did that happen? Let's put in a process to stop that. And next thing you know, all you have is a whole bunch of rules and checks, which is governance, that is supposed to prevent something from happening. But what they also prevent from happening is from people doing work that ends up in a customer's hands. If you look at the average governance cycle around a a project uh, life cycle, for instance, a lot of the work that comes out of that project is actually for internal people to make sure everyone's doing their job properly versus something that is going to be used by a customer, whether it's an internal or external customer. And the other bad thing about governance is generally, or almost always, that means somebody internally checking on somebody else. And that's just not a good way to have people working together. In in Agile, we use a term which is much more uh, ad- adopted by people or acceptable to people, which is discipline. We need discipline. Mm-hmm. And, and I love that term because those checks and balances that you need should be within the team. So every time you need to go outside of the team, that takes time. That person's not part of the team. There's a handoff. If we need a security check, well, why doesn't that person, why aren't they part of that team that were organized around that product that they understand how it works and they're going to work with us day to day. So it's really about 
reducing the governance, the checks and balances on a team from somebody else that will allow a team to actually get work through the door. And another way to look at this is to go from a governance model where you have to go through a whole bunch of hoops to get something out the door to something where you're allowed to experiment. Um, very often this is referred to as fail fast, but I don't like that term fail fast because our goal is not to fail. Our, our goal is to succeed. So I, I use that term experiment. Allow us to do an experiment and try something and get it out. And we're still going to do that discipline to make sure we're following all the rules, but that's not going to be so heavy that it prevents us from getting something out and trying these experiments and seeing what's going to work in the marketplace. Right. So we're, we're really sort of getting to the point now where we're replacing the governance or at least the traditional governance concept with a different approach to working that is embracing this uncertainty that, that's actually building an organization that recognizing we live in uncertain times allows this experimentation, encourages innovation and moves us away from that regulation and restriction. Jim, is, is that what you're seeing here? Yeah, it is, Andy. I like the term strategic dexterity. I mean, mm. how fast can you change? How, can you, how fast or quickly can you adapt your plans and refocus teams uh, to reach those business outcomes that you're trying to achieve? Um, so what's that flexibility that you have? Um, as you look at your planning processes, like we talked about earlier, are they annual or are they quarterly or are they continuous? You know, how are you able to change your plans? We know that if you plan a year in advance, well, you did that in 2019 for 2020. Well, 2020 sure didn't work out the way you probably thought it would. <laughs> so, um, you know, so how fast can you change that? And which has a huge impact on, on how uh, investments are funded, how you deal with teams, um, the whole human capital side of the equation. So um, you, just, it, you really need to adapt planning, not to embrace cert certainty, but really uncertainty, uh, especially at this time again. And Doug, I, I've worked with a lot of executives over the years. I imagine that when you present this concept to them, heads explode, that we need to move away from this idea of, of governance and control to embracing the uncertainty that we live within. And it may be reality, but it can be a tough thing for them to accept. Are you seeing resistance or are you seeing people uh, shifting their mindset to this? Because it really is a mindset, mindset shift, right? It is. I think the executives in their heads, in what they say, they're all in, they realize they need to do this. They see what their competitors are doing. They don't have to do, they have to do something. I think where organizations tend to not reach their goals is they don't necessarily do the right things or they might do something that's not bad, but it's not the most important thing. Jim hit on a really important point about like funding cycles. A lot of our customers that we deal with Everyone's going to Agile, Agile methodology, Agile teams, and that is great. There's nothing wrong with that. But if they still fund on an annual cycle, the fact that they can deliver two weeks faster, but it takes them eight months to approve something, it, they're, they're really not taking, an, let's say, an Agile uh, mindset to say, where's our, our true backlog in this process? And I think you know we work with a lot of customers to really just uh, talk that out with them and say, why can't you respond? And, and rather than just reorganizing teams and doing sprints, we really kind of peel back the onion to get them to understand what's preventing them from having this agility. 
I think that's a really good point. And for, for people listening to this, a, a lot of your organizations are probably using as a metric the idea of, of time to market based on the approval date to the delivery date. But that's really the wrong metric to Doug's point here because that approval process takes so long. You really need to think more in terms of the date where you identify the opportunity or the challenge that you need to respond to and the delivery date, because then that really is that end-to-end process. And you may find that you can go from approval to delivery in a matter of days or weeks, but if it's taking months or quarters to get from identification to approval, you're not actually achieving anything. And that's something that I think it, it is difficult because we are built around the idea of governance and controls in our organizations. But as the world moves on, and clearly the world has moved on here in 2020, we need to change how we work. We need to change how we think. And uh, this is just one area of that. And we'll look at more as we uh, as we continue this journey on our podcast. So everybody, thank you again for joining us this week. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Doug, for joining us. And uh, join us again next week for a, another episode of the Enterprise Agency podcast. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day.